Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. We could not have a season about love until we could understand who we are, we can own ourselves, come into our power, and come into our purpose. Because until we could, our notions of love and how we approached dating and relationships, marriage and forever and partnership or however we choose to experience that in our lifetime, we would still be in that 3D polarity paradigm, which is very damaging and very difficult. And now that we're in season three, we can finally talk about love in action. What does love really mean once we're in our own power, once we know who we are, and once we're living our purpose? Before that, love for a lot of people, dating, relationships, they're mirroring your pain, mirroring the ways in which you believe you aren't good enough. Once you've managed to at least understand that and transcend enough of it, only then people stop being your mirror and start just being experiences. Once you get to a point where you're able to own who you are and have compassion for it and have space to listen to yourself then that's what kind of gets echoed outside. In third dimensional reality, as in separation or polarity, we had the Jerry Maguire thing, you complete me syndrome. We literally needed someone to complete us, to bring us into our power and to source that power, which is why partnership was so emphasized. It was the solution to our disempowerment. It was really never about love as we want to think of love. I may think I'm not good enough, but I found someone who loves me. Yes. Therefore, I am good enough. Or willing to put up with me. Yeah. Yeah, So therefore, I am good enough. Yes. So it was another way to fake it. Oh, absolutely. I am in lack because I cannot source myself. I do not trust myself. I am not whole Mm -hmm. by myself. So someone else will come along and in doing so makes me whole. And I make them whole. They somehow need me too. Season two, as painful as it was, was all about growing up. And when you grow up, when you are grown up, when you've effectively killed your ego, when you've transcended enough of your karma, and by karma, we mean just the shit that happens, the shit that happens to you that wants you to really grasp all the wisdom and the lessons about your own divinity, if you will, all that stuff about relationships and connecting to other people becomes a given. You are in a stronger relationship with yourself now. So you can look at relationships with a different level of objectivity where it does not determine your worth. How do you know that you've done that? We tend to equate power with control. I can control this situation. I am in my power. But as we said in season two, power has nothing to do with control. Power is being able to say, I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life and I'm living it fearlessly and nothing will really ever stand in the way of that. That is power. And you don't have to go around controlling and trying to mitigate every little thing out of fear that something can somehow destroy that because then you haven't transcended something. Someone else's opinion of me is not going to impact how I see myself because I'm aware that someone else's opinion of me is based entirely on their opinion of themselves. When we are in that space of, I am not good enough, and therefore I need somebody to make me good enough, either to seem good enough or to boost me up enough that I can somehow be equal, then we're always going to be in these codependent roles. That sort of distorted 
unbalanced and warped sense of completion. I'm only whole because I'm with this person. Our entire capitalist society really does rest on being sexy, being beautiful, being attractive, being powerful so that somebody will want us. Deep down inside, if you don't believe you're good enough, Mm -hmm. you are expecting them to eventually reject you because you do not believe you are worth being chosen because you haven't chosen yourself. Mm -hmm. Love isn't performing a role in order for it to exist. It's never about subsuming who we are for a relationship. We're constantly caring about and trying to anticipate. But actually love is about being able to be totally yourself. How can you be loved by someone when the person you're asking them to love isn't you? Because immediately you're out of the game. When we're constantly dealing with polarity, we can't be enough in ourselves, right? We're always battling that. So if we're not healing all of that within, we're just going to be constantly in and out of relationship as we try to come into that. So why is it different in 5D? The vibration of 5D is different. And love can finally exist because love was about being fully sourced. So when you're in your own power and when you are fully sourced, which is really coming into your own divine self. You are the most powerful thing in your own universe. The self that is fearless, the self that is egoless, the self that is capable of so much more than you've ever realized. Yeah. Once we are in 5D, once we are in that space of oneness, once we are realizing how connected we are, once we can hold compassion for ourselves and therefore others, we can truly come into what real love is is. What is love then? It's not an energy, which I think a lot of people understand love as an energy. I think visually love has been often seen as a light or something that kind of moves through us. Love isn't any more an energy that we send out than we can create or give or take. Love cannot be manifested and it cannot be quantified and it cannot be expanded If it's none of these things... I know, right? Then what is it? (laughs) It's our most divine expression. As we talked about in season two, episode 20, if the reason for our existence is to come into our divinity, right? As in realize our divine selves, understand our perfection, really grasp our power, come into our purpose. And our purpose is how we choose to express that divinity, which is essentially divinity in action. So our perfection in action. Effectively, love is not a noun. It is not an object. It's an action. It's the act of shining our light for others to see. We enable and we experience love, which is what makes love the verb. So So I love you. I love myself. That's a verb. mm -hmm. I love this. So season two, episode 14, we talked about point of essence. We enable and experience love when we're operating from our point of essence. That is a source of love. That romantic love? It's all love. There's only one kind of love, but we've narrowed the experience of love because of 3D, which says, you know, you can only have this kind of experience because you need to get married. Romantic love is merely a construct. How you feel towards your friends and your family is not how you felt towards guys that you dated or you felt love for, but those are also people you needed things from. Those are also people that you were seeking things from in a different way. You were also looking to be sourced in a different way. So of course, how you experienced a kind of love with them is going to be different because it's going to be shaped through that narrow filter of your karma, of your ego, of your needs. When all of that is gone, all you have is love. There's this weird feeling that I get when I'm doing something that I know I'm meant to be doing, whether it's writing a chapter in a book or just 
being out with my friends and you just feel this like light shining out of you mm-hmm. and you just feel totally you a hundred percent and in that moment there is no separation between who you feel to be who you seem to be who you are all of it You're yeah just the experience of yourself person. and I feel like that radiant out is a bit like what you mean when you say the act of shining our light for others to see yes is that because I am just so in those moments aligned with myself and just feeling that light so then if you see it that we're all have the capacity to do that and in every single person around us we are all sourced from the same place as in what animates us and our own divinity just like I can see someone next to me has their own connection with themselves their potential, their power, so do I. And so it makes us all one. And you just take that a single step forward, where in that space of oneness comes love, where you can translate that oneness and the understanding that we are all connected and we have compassion. So is love just that thing of, I see you for who you are, Mm -hmm. I see me for who I am, I give you space to be you, I give me space to be me. I love me and I have the capacity to love you. Yes. There is nothing that separates us from ourselves and from each other, Mm -hmm. regardless of experiences, emotions, pain, trauma, all the rest of it. We are all where we are meant to be considering what we've experienced Mm -hmm. and what we have to heal. That's about 80% of the way to love. And the final 20% is just always being in that space of shining our light for others to see. And how we experience that love is entirely up to us. You know, that was sort of an unpopular concept. And I do think that different relationship counselors kind of teach this. Can you live without your person? The answer should be yes. And if the answer is no... Then you really need to assess why. The ideal relationship is where you can live without each other, but you choose to live with each other. Exactly. And it's not something we're really comfortable with, because so many of our stories... Romance and otherwise. Oh, well, that's lovely, though, isn't it? Is it so much better that someone chooses you rather than needs you? Well, precisely. It means that it's an active choice of knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing who they are, yes, and wanting to join forces. But for some, they don't like that notion because it kills the quote-unquote romance. Falling in love. Of things not being your choice. Of being swept away. Us not being in our power. Being chosen. It's so much more empowering. Very much. And knowing that I can choose, that I'm choosing, that no one can dictate who the ideal partner for me is. I know. What allows a lesson to penetrate is that it has to penetrate us emotionally. So we have to give a shit. We have to give a shit. So sometimes we might find that we've loved a lot of people (laughs) in a single lifetime. And it's not because everyone was a potential one. It's that we may not have really grasped the lesson or the wisdom if we didn't feel a certain amount of love because our hearts wouldn't have been open. So we needed our hearts to be open. We needed to be vulnerable in order to really learn that lesson. Well, the thing is, I've done that. Every single man that's walked into my life, on one level or another, I did feel love for them. It didn't mean I was in love with them, Mm -hmm. but I did feel that it was important to me to see where it led for whatever reason. And initially, when those experiences were happening, my mind translated that 
into they must be the one because I have a feeling towards them at all. As I've kind of grown up, I've seen that those feelings are merely indications that something important is coming along. Very much that there's a lesson, that there's some kind of wisdom that's coming from that yeah. interaction, right? Yeah, or some kind of healing. Mm-hmm. And it could come in lots of different ways Very and much. not in conventional ways. No. And I think that what we're learning is that love itself, for me anyway, it feels like it's the thread that runs through our evolution. Mm. And if you follow that, and you follow that feeling to where it leads, then along the way, you will be healing what you need to heal and learning what you need to learn. Mm -hmm. And it could be with different people. It could be with one person. It could be with one person and then with different people or the other way around. Who knows? Who knows? The order can always change. Yeah. And it could look unconventional or conventional. The only thing that's consistent is that. And that love is you shining your light connecting to yourself, honoring that you feel that way, mm-hmm. trusting why you feel that way, having wholeness with it, mm-hmm. and having faith that in the end it will take you to where you need to go. Yes. And not holding on to any preconceptions of what that love or that emotion should look like, or how it should be playing out on the surface. It always comes down to doing what feels natural. 100%. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.